Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Unfathomable Professor Gizmo. Well, here we go, Bry Guy. It's episode number 16. Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. It's 16, it's beautiful, and it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're you're still you're still playing the music of your life in your in your head somewhere. You know, Wink Martindale would have it no other way, Jason. <laughs> I want I want that to continue on. I want the legacy of Wink to always be part of me. Yep, yep. No, I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, how are you, my friend? Uh, did you uh, did you have a pleasant week? Yeah, you know, just uh, getting closer to Halloween here, and probably the strangest Halloween coming up uh, in our lifetime. Sure. In a few weeks, in the sense that the wife and I have said. Just don't turn on the porch light. <laughs> Hide in the bedroom, close all the blinds, <laughs> and don't let any kids at our door. Mm. Uh, which you know, normally we welcome that, but you know, sure. twenty twenty, sure. man, what are you what are you gonna do? It's you a, know, it's a wacky, weird time. It is. Yeah. How are it things is. over there? About uh, about the same. Uh, good and yeah? good and uh, predominantly normal. Just uh, getting ready good. to. You know, preparing to hunker down for the uh, for the season here for the yeah. um, uh, for the you know winter is coming. Um, it, it is. Yeah. It, it'll Whether be here. we want it to or not. It'll be yeah. here soon. Um, mm-hmm. Fortunately, we've got plenty of Spider-Man left uh, oh, to, to get yeah. us through. More than enough to get us through the winter here. And, um, I think uh, a few winters. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we're going to be in good shape for a while. I agree. Uh, I agree. This is, uh, this is another villain who... Um, uh, is uh, not comic canon. He is uh, just for the TV show. It's Professor Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Unfathomable. He's unfathomable. Do you think yeah. that that was supposed to be like a nautical pun? Because there's we're oh, we're I didn't even think of this. We're uh, yes. you know there's a shipwreck in this episode. Yeah. Um, yes. And he's right. he's it- operating from under the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the majority of this episode takes place underwater. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't even think of that with Fathoms. And, and yeah, yeah. as much as you know, I love the sea. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> From my Navy days. Yeah, um, right. I, I, it completely slipped my mind. I guess I guess that joke was out of my league. All right, that's, that'll be the one. Hey. Oh, gosh. <laughs> good stuff, good yeah, stuff. good catch, though, with Fathoms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the very beginning of this episode, the quick and dirty is... Professor Gizmo uh, has an evil plan to get Spider-Man to help him recover a shipwreck because only Spider-Man can descend far enough into the water and withstand the pressure of over a thousand foot depth. Yes, Um, correct. And uh, how he's going to do that, we'll get into as the show Mm. goes on. But Spider-Man is the only one who can help him with this diabolical plan and uh he he sort of um well he gets spider-man to 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 do that uh Mm -hmm. in a way and uh of course uh nothing nothing goes exactly to plan for the bad guy as as it rarely does um but it's it's touch and go there for a minute yeah, and uh, I don't know about you, but the very beginning episode, he's using, I think, what is like a Spider-Man clone or a dummy or a, a replica to do the dirty work. I was convinced that it was really Spider-Man. So so was I. Okay, <laughs> So <good>. was I. <laughs> I and I took, <laughs> I took, uh, it, you know, we, we write these, we write these notes uh, with, with time codes on them as we're, wa- yeah. as we're watching through the thing. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of them, like in the very first minute of the show. I was like, 
whoa, this is, they're already in the thick of it right at the beginning. This is kind of yeah, yeah. cool. This is, we haven't seen this before. And then you hear the, I heard the professor's voice and I was like, you know, eh, that, that definitely sounds like a bad guy. Why is Spider-Man involved with this guy? And I then I'm like, and then he's, and then he immediately yeah. reveals, oh, the horrific super criminal, Professor Gizmo. And I was like, helping a criminal? Huh? What? And then it turns out he's, <laughs> he's basically playing like model boats in his, in his right. uh, lair there. <laughs> and I was like, of- oh, come on. It, re- it reminded me of the scene in Spaceballs where Dark Helmet is playing with the two action figures. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but it did, it, did, it, it did hoodwink me. It got me. It did, I, uh, yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was foiled, and th- that was the first uh, note I made, too, is like, mm-hmm. this really, uh, really kind of jarred me because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he's not really Spider-Man. Yeah, and right. honestly, I was thinking if, if this replica that he can do that he made can do the dirty work, then just use that. Why does he need there's, Spider-Man to actually do it? There, there's a few points at which, I mean, he he provides the rationale in, in this scene as well for, well, Spider-Man is the only one who can go down, who can withstand the pressure, blah, blah, blah. Um, sure. He's got his, his Spidey powers, and I need him for that. And, okay, so they, they do make an effort to give us that rationale. There are a number of places throughout the episode where it's just shown to be a very, very flimsy uh, reason at best. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking a little bit off the air, and I think the the most time the writers spent with this plot was for Gizmo's plan. Everything else just kind of got mm-hmm. pushed aside. Yeah, And the yeah. plan is at best a bad plan. <laughs> poorly executed <laughs> and poorly thought out at best. <laughs> Like we were saying, Professor Gizmo doing most of his work underwater because he yeah. wants to what he uh, he wants to recover this um, uh, the, this uh, stash of gold on this uh, Spanish shipwreck, and uh, the the we get uh, Spider Man uh, out to sea on Jonah's yacht for a uh, uh, a charity event. Yeah, which early. I, the- I can't wait to talk about the the charity event, but so, go on. So let's. Now, on his way there, Spidey runs into some trouble on the subway. He said yeah. he was picking up his date. He didn't say Betty. Do you think he and Betty yeah. broke up? That's what my thought was, too. Why didn't he just say Betty? And who is this new date? But it, doesn't Betty show up later? Yeah, Betty is there at the at yeah. the thing. And we never we never see a date. I just, I don't know. That's right. just kind of a... It was, you it know, was a strange choice of words. Yeah. 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 So... I agree. And doesn't he say... Um, well, maybe like when he's on the subway and things are about to break bad with the the muggers, doesn't he say something like, "Well, maybe I'll get lucky and these will be nice muggers"? Doesn't he say something like that? Yes, he does. <laughs> I yes, like that line. <laughs> this is also this is also the subway gang with totally matching outfits. They're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're like the warriors or something. Yeah. Gold vests, blue jeans, shaved heads. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if I re- if I recall correctly, the cops will never pretty, find them. Right, right. <laughs> pretty thick Brooklyn accents, right? Like they got this kind of thing going on here. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the voice actors could only do that in Irish. <laughs> it's a. It's a, it was another situation where it sounded like Ted Schwartz was doing the voices of that uh, subway gang. Oh yeah, could be. Yeah. Ted, Ted, of course, uh, the voice of Peter slash Spider Man, and yeah. um, I wonder if that's just like. Ted Schwartz's go-to move for, you know, 
New York bad guy is, yeah, you know, uh, Brooklyn or whatever. I, I, I mean, forget about it over here. We're on the subway. <laughs> Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Maybe it's just an easy accent to do. I mean, you and I have nailed it, so it must <laughs> be just an easy accent to do. <laughs> But the, th- but the big thing, work. the big <laughs> thing that happens in that subway scene is that, because really there's no point to that scene other than Peter loses his mask and and leaves it behind on the subway, right? Like there was there was right. nothing else interesting that happened there. It was just like regular Spider-Man stuff, right? And I want to talk about him losing the mask. Yeah, he could have easily pulled that mask out of the door, Jason. It was like three quarters of the way out of the door and in and fact the next guy walks by and just pulls it out with like two fingers it was it was right there i don't understand why <laughs> up way too easily yeah yeah um i i yeah i don't know if there it was a thing where like maybe because the, the, it wasn't very clear maybe the guy who recovered the mask was like at the next subway stop or something like that like the train oh, was pulling away maybe already yeah. i i don't know trying trying to give it some credit I know. Um, so much happens on the subway in this show. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, bad? It's, yeah. If I lived in this New York, I would start taking the bus mm. or a cab. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the, of course. Then what are they going to do with all the subways that they've drawn? You know, I mean, they can... <laughs> exactly. They need a place to put those B fifty twos posters. <laughs> oh gosh! So Spider Man is going to this event at Jonah's yacht. Without mm-hmm. basically without his costume, effectively, right? You know, right? Mm-hmm. And and that becomes a thing because uh, the Professor Gizmo is going to uh, make a move uh, at right. this yacht party, and sure. uh, he gets upset that that Spider Man doesn't show up. Uh, the The name of Jonah's yacht, of course, Jonah's whale. Jonah's whale, right? <laughs> Caught that on the second viewing, and I thought it was very clever. And, yep. Uh, fundraiser, really, really strange fundraiser. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? What was the fundraiser called? Uh, Diamonds for the deprived. <laughs> Diamonds for the deprived. So, 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 the, so the, I have a lot of questions, but go ahead. So the thing is, just so people know how this operates. So the, the way yes. that this that this charity event <laughs> happens is, you go out on this boat, see. And you bring yeah. all of your jewels and yep. your extra diamonds. Even wear them if you need to. Yep. Whatever, but just just your just you know your secondhand diamonds and yeah, and the jewels. ones that are just collecting dust. You take them and you bring them to the boat, and they're gonna yep. have a big sack for yep. you, a burlap you, potato sack. You just dump them all in the sack. <laughs> the the sack that's labeled diamonds for the deprived. That right. sack. <laughs> Now, I have some questions when it comes to this charity, because my initial thought, because I am a little mm-hmm. bit cynical and, you know, tough times we're going through. I literally yeah. pictured like a Dickensian um, family of, of you know, homeless people on the street with sooty, dirty faces, yeah, yeah. you know, and like holes in the elbows of the jacket and uh-huh. eating, you know, a scrap of bread and literally just a rich person coming by and throwing diamonds at them. <laughs> And going, yeah. this will solve all your problems. Right, right. Then I thought, I thought about it more, and I thought, well, it might make more sense that they take these diamonds, uh-huh. convert them to cash, sure. and then donate that money to a, a homeless shelter, whatever it might be. Right. But I thought right. that isn't clearly, you know, set out there. And I thought, no, like, is this speaking to like the writer saying we don't really understand how 
poverty works <laughs> and we know that diamonds would just solve it <laughs> so it's either, here are some diamonds poor people <laughs> it, it's either that they don't understand how poverty works or they don't understand how rich people work <laughs> right just like, they just have diamonds laying around <laughs> and they're just uh, just bring them along put them in the sack <laughs> Don't Honey, worry. you got the diamond. You got the diamonds for the charity. Yeah, I got my bag of diamonds. We'll because <laughs> we'll look so stupid if we don't come with our extra diamonds. Just make sure you're pulling from the charity diamonds, honey, not the wearable <laughs> diamonds. Oh boy! But what happens? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but what happens here is, uh, Professor Gizmo, you know, uh, uh, busts up the charity party. But they they don't know it's Professor Gizmo at this point. He has, right. he has a, and this this was also unclear to me. But uh, it seems like it's just a, it's a fake. It's a it's a model. Uh, it's it's just for pretend. He brings up this uh, monitor, which it which real real boat the monitor, Civil War era. I mean, you you couldn't really call it a submarine at that point. Um, but, but you know, a, right. a, a proto, a proto submarine definitely was a real ship. And I thought, oh, that was, that's kind of a fun, uh, you know, little, little history, uh, shout out for the kiddos, uh, watching no the show. Idea. Um, so thank you for that. I learned something there. Yeah. And, um, but they, but the, the yacht basically gets attacked by this civil war submarine. Sure. And he said, and the, and the, the. Professor Gizmo, uh, you know, through his loudspeaker in the water, says, "Take all the jewels, put them in the ice machine." Mm-hmm. And that this is another <laughs> this is another crazy part of this episode. Put them in the ice machine so that they'll just so they'll all get frozen in a big block of ice. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. just float it out to me at the, on the ship here. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Uh huh. Yep. It. it yeah. I mean, obviously, it works. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it also made me wonder because, you know, so he's got this fake boat. Gizmo has the fake boat. Um, and then he is just below the water in his like green jet sub, uh, with the, you know, with the, with the bubble hood and yeah. two robotic arms on it. And yep. Yep. that was the point at which I said, what does he need Spider-Man for with yeah, this? Exactly. With with this uh, shipwreck recovery, because um, right. it seems like that little that little ship he's in right there ought to be able to take care of descending down to the shipwreck, and and what he what he ultimately needs to do is to put this little transmitter on it on the thing so that he can tr- control it with his magic toggle box that controls yes. anything with a motor. The remote control, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're right. I I don't understand what Spider Man is truly needed for then, other yeah. than the writers just wanted him to be involved <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah yeah and uh yeah yeah so uh, it, so it's a little flimsy a little flimsy there. at best at best yeah. uh and and of course we end without an appearance of spider-man it, did you get a sense of why because here's the here's the other part now uh here's where i'm gonna start skipping around a little bit brian because i think that, do it i i, I think it. i think at this point the wheels have you know kind of started to come off but there's some very hilarious stuff coming up <laughs> In yeah, this episode, yes. yeah. Um, so th- there's there's a later point now where Professor Gizmo also tries to steal the spirit of St. Louis, another real uh, yeah, piece real of thing. equipment, uh, the the plane that Charles Lindbergh uh, flew uh, flew across the Atlantic in. Yep. 
Yep. Now, um, he steals the spirit of St. Louis from the Smithsonian, and he's very happy that Spider-Man has shown up to that Mm -hmm. thing. But he he doesn't try to kidnap or coerce Spider-Man at that point. There's there's a later point where they're uh, they're together again. Where, where where does that when does that actually happen? How far along does that actually happen? He also does a bank heist, and uh, but he does is... but he doesn't get he doesn't actually hook up with Spider Man until the parade, which is like the last third of the episode. It, correct, and then he tells him, "Here's what I need you for, Spider Man, and and come with me. You're gonna I'm gonna you know get you underwater, right? So yeah. So do you understand? Okay. Do you do you did you have a sense of why? Professor Gizmo was very disappointed. Spider-Man didn't show up to the uh, to the charity heist at Jonah's no. yacht. I didn't understand. Maybe that. because it would have been less work because they were in the water already. Just get him in the water now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Save on on the commute. I don't know. Yeah. This was a plan that I watched this episode twice, and mm-hmm. I, the first time I watched it, I thought, well, maybe I was a little bit too hard on it because I don't really understand what's going on. And right. I watched it much more intently. No notes, just sat and watched it on the couch this mm-hmm. afternoon mm-hmm. before the record. Yeah. And I still couldn't tell you what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, and that's kind of the next thing that happened. Gizmo, you know, steals the spirit of St. Louis. Spider-Man, uh, th- this was another funny scene. Spider-Man uh, is watching the, the news about uh, the airplane being stolen from the Smithsonian. Yes. And he's like, oh, I got to get to Washington as soon as but possible. How? There, but the, how? The scene, the scene with him basically Frogger style jumping across cars right, piled right. up on the freeway. And then crawling on the ceiling through the airport, um, yep. that was that was pretty entertaining, and it made me mm-hmm. realize that uh, for a kid watching this today, yeah. I I remember being a kid and like um, when I was a very young kid, and uh, maybe it was like summertime, staying at uh, grandparents' house uh, down in Milwaukee. They were trying like hell to entertain us, just took us to the airport one day and we just walked around the the airport, you know, for an <laughs> afternoon. Right. Right. You could no do that. You, you, yeah, right. you could do that. You know, they were like, you want to walk through the metal detector a couple of times? Sure. We did that. You know, we like, <laughs> yeah. Keep your shoes on. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about taking your belt off. Right. 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 None of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. It was just. Right. Yeah. Times were different. Man. All, all, yeah. all good, clean fun. Um, But yeah. And I thought. You know, it was another kind of problematic point for Spider-Man's uh, method of transit. But I thought if he can surf a satellite, he can ride a jet like a horse. <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> Absolutely. Why you know, not? I mean, just, what can't he do? Just yeah. saddle up. This um, this, uh, this scene gave me a genuine LOL, laugh out loud moment mm-hmm. when uh, Spider-Man looks through the window and the guy in the passenger seat calls over the flight attendant and is like, uh, ma'am, there's a man talking to me through the window. And she's like, I'm cutting you off (laughs) (laughs) and grabs his drink. The best thing, the best thing about that was the look on her face. Like she looked, she looked really, (laughs) she, she just, uh, yeah, she was looked at him like he was an asshole. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This guy. And they, they hadn't even really taken off yet. And already she's like, this guy's had enough. Yeah. I should have given him that sixth pre-flight drink. <laughs> and I, I kind of was reminded of one of my favorite episodes of Twilight Zone with Shatner with the gremlin on the wing. 
Do you remember that episode? Oh, no, I don't remember that one. Oh, you'll have to look that up later. Um, okay. Maybe some of the older folks listening might remember this, but basically William Shatner sees a gremlin on the wing of a plane on like an overnight your like transatlantic fi- flight and everyone on the plane thinks he's crazy for seeing it but it's revealed at the end well i'll let you watch it but i mean obviously you know, it's a real gremlin it always is yeah right? yeah that's mm. that's the beauty of twilight zone is that the people that you think are crazy are the only sane ones that's kind right, of the right you know mm-hmm. but uh yeah it reminded me of that the gremlin on the wing so look that's that up. pretty but good yeah that, mm-hmm. that made me laugh quite a bit and i don't know if it was supposed to or not but it did <laughs> but it did it <laughs> cutting worked. you off yep Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the um, yeah. So so Spider Man gets to gets to he he also I should mention you know the 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 what the amount of time between when he's watching he is watching on the news the tanks circling the museum. Yep. Then he gets all the way to the airport. Then he gets on this plane and flies to Washington from New York. Right. Then he goes to the Smithsonian. And that, I mean, that, you know, screen time that takes about 90 seconds. The tanks mm-hmm. are still circling there. The plane hasn't been stolen yet. No yeah, one has gone fine. into the museum to stop mm-hmm. the, the evil Professor Gizmo. So, right, right. Uh, we got another, we got another, you know, small time continuity issue there. It's the time, it's the time zone difference. That's it's why. The, it's the time zone difference. Because <laughs> you're, 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 there's like a three hour difference. So, sure. The tanks sure. haven't even entered or gotten close to the building by the time he gets there because oh, of the man. three hour difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh it's got to be it. <laughs> but he doesn't really but this is another point where he doesn't really do anything to like like Spider-Man fails to stop him from stealing the plane. Right. And it doesn't seem again it just doesn't say I I was really confused throughout the episode about like when and where Professor Gizmo was trying to get spider-man in with him or to or to get him into right. his plan like the the whole idea to like to to maybe make it look like spider-man was helping him didn't make a lot of sense to me because jonah always thinks spider-man is helping the bad guy it doesn't it doesn't matter like it's right right he, and i put that in my notes that that's the one thing that the um the writers have committed to as sort of a thread mm-hmm. through this entire series is that everybody hates Spider-Man. He's a villain. Right. Everybody thinks so. Whatever you do, don't stop thinking that. Right. So, you know, at this point, it's like Spider-Man, if I'm Spider-Man, I'm thinking they, they're going to think I'm bad no matter what. So I might as well just join the bad guys, you know, and, and <laughs> sure. get in on the loot, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I, I Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Um, so the, so the, that Smithsonian plan goes down now, and again, all the while, the real goal for Professor Gizmo recover a shipwreck in mm-hmm. in Chesapeake Bay or wherever or wherever it was that he was right that he that he this this uh, ship had gone down. Um, steals the plane from the Smithsonian. Okay, well now he's going to steal a bunch of uh, money and gold and things from some banks in, in New yeah. York. <clears throat> Uh, again, what you do unclear, uh, unclear as to what what the story is with what the story was with that. Uh, but he does uh, jam up the subways uh, in so doing uh, and and just uh, apparently uh, really inconvenience a lot of people in New York. Right. Um, Spider-Man included. Apple. Yeah. The rotten apple. <laughs> <laughs> the big apple's gone rotten. I think oh, it's the God. 
Yeah. There were some, there were, we both noted, there were some great just uh, New York accents in this one. And the the guys, the guys at the hot dog stand. The the worst. (laughs) (laughs) What is that accent? The sewers are backed up over here or something like that. Like he says something like, like something about the sewers, right? I, something like that, and and he's yeah. like, I can't believe nobody got off the subway in like ten minutes or something. <laughs> the subways are delayed by ten minutes. Oh, so bad. It, it was so bad, and um, it was. Uh oh, God, yeah. Just, yeah, we both noticed that, and that's at about. That's right at around about eight the, minutes um, or so. Eight minute mark. Yeah, I, I I put in the notes at eight minutes. The New York City accents are strong in this episode. <laughs> really, really much so. Um, yeah. Ultimately, Spider Man, you know, is going to need to help out with this, uh, um, with this whole subway uh, problem. Fortunately, uh, while he's down there, he notices there's a master switch room. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is a room that has the words "Master Switch Master Room" switch room. <laughs> yes. painted over the top of the well-lit door in large red letters. And the door, by the way, not locked. Not locked. <laughs> nope. Help yourself. Public access <laughs> to the Master Switch Room. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And he goes in, and they're like, "Hey, what are you trick or treating?" <laughs> And he's like, no. And they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What can we do for Carry you? Carry on. <laughs> Wait, he's really Spider-Man. Holy cow. He's not trick-or-treating over here. Oh, gosh. Um, and then we and then we go into the Master Switch room, Jason. Mm-hmm. And big note for me, we get to see or hear the beep bop music once again. Right. It's the, back. That's the, sound of a, that's the sound a computer makes, Brian. Right. Beep boop 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 that is the sound of an 80s computer. Okay. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like we said, better than the 60s with the sounds of engines whirring and fan belts running. Right. <laughs> we now get a beep bop boop. Yeah. Oh boy. Um Yeah. Uh, this is while this is when Professor Gizmo was doing his bank heisting, right? While the while the Correct. subways are jammed up. And yep. we get um I I you laughed out loud at the guy getting his drink taken away on the on the plane. I laughed out loud in this episode at the um, at the Professor Gizmo controlled uh, vacuum cleaner sucking up money in the vault like in a Daffy Duck cartoon, just like just <laughs> the bag, you know, like okay, vacuum enters vault, just the bag fills up yep. like you know, yep. like a balloon, as vacuum yep. bags do. They do, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're made to to take stuff out of bank vaults. That's what they're. And the know, woman mopping for. the floor on the other <laughs> side of that door, when she saw that vacuum going by, oh. nobody pushing oh. it, just yeah. on its own. It was the most traumatic experience of her life. It was the scariest thing she had ever seen in Did her she, life. I think and she it, actually screamed that it was a ghost, didn't she? She said, "Ghost!" Yeah, she did that. <laughs> And we were talking off the air. Her reaction was one of like all of her worst nightmares have come true. <laughs> like all of the th- times that people warned her about being a janitor at a bank and they were like, be careful of the vacuum ghost. <laughs> she was like, you're silly. And then it happened and she was like, I should have listened. The life of a janitor is not for me. <laughs> this is a wrong vocation for me. <laughs> oh, Lordy. It just isn't going to work out. 
No. Oh, I better no. have a good pension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. dear. It was, it was a great accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then and then then we get the most inexplicable head scratching parade. Why? Right after the right. scene, we have a parade for some reason. Right. Well, th- so so what happens here is that so he's he stole all this stuff from the bank. He's got the he's got the diamonds for the deprived. He's got the spirit of St. Louis, and he's got uh, what, a good day. what what else did he? That that's pretty much the stuff that he took. Um, Last thing he wants is the sunken the sunken treasure. Right. He only he wants the sunken treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he floats a he floats a balloon because this is how this works. He floats sure. a balloon over the city. Um, yep. that uh, that says, uh, "Hey, I'll give everything back if uh, Spider Man shows up at, at this." park at noon tomorrow uh-huh. love professor gizmo <laughs> condolences professor gizmo <laughs> and and then the next day there's a huge parade sure and, and it, is it a, a, like the thanksgiving day parade it didn't uh, i mean I, professor gizmo didn't ask for a parade did he is it just a coincidental parade it just so happens to be a parade was that part of his plan there's a yeah. lot of balloons at that parade yeah. you know i mean right. that's, that's it's ma- like the macy's thanksgiving it's a day major parade. major parade yeah 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 and i love a parade as you know well yeah i mean who doesn't um <laughs> right but it's a it's a very big parade uh spider-man shows up here and and i know that you know this is again this uh 1981 this is where Tim Burton got the idea for the Batman movie for Batman eighty nine for yeah. the yeah for the for the the balloons that uh, that uh, kill all the people in uh, Gotham or whatever. I, yeah, like yeah. as soon as I saw that Spider Man balloon, I was like, oh, these people are going to get gassed by that Spider Man balloon. Really, you thought that? Yeah, I did. I did. Go f- good for you. And I sure enough, not. sure enough, they get gassed by the Spider Man balloon and Professor Gizmo. He like, but it was like it was uh, fortunately Spider Man did some. Uh, uh, did some exposition here for us. Told us it was paralyzing gas that his mask was filtering out. Yeah, my ass must my mask must be acting as a filter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. M- my thought of it was, what came first, this episode of Spider Man or the actual Spider Man float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Oh, good question. Like, was, right? Was this art imitating life or vice versa? Mm. You know, because yeah, yeah. now that's like a staple, and I think it's even still in commission. Um, that that balloon. That would make sense to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know which came first. Interesting. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. But this feeds into the whole uh, view of New York hating Spider-Man because even his balloon is a jerk and it's killing all of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't even have nice balloons, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. But this is yeah. how this is how Professor Gizmo finally kidnaps Spider-Man. Yeah. Is he get Spidey, Spidey webs the Spider-Man balloon... Uh, mm-hmm. to I to, maybe to to pull it back down. I don't whatever. I don't. It, I don't or know. Find out what the problem with it in the in the in the paralyzing gas. But anyway, Gizmo is on board this balloon. It's like a it's like a balloon slash zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And um, because uh, those those are those are a thing. And mm-hmm. then uh, and, and this is where Gizmo finally reveals the full extent of his plan to Spider Man and reveals his backstory. Brian get a little bit of an origin story mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm. and and it that's a little bit flimsy too like he just didn't like that one of his his friends stole his ideas right yeah something like, or wasn't going to give him enough credit for the uh, yeah for the uh the work they did or what have you um right yeah yeah 
and and the the name of his colleague was Richard Robinson. Yeah, and I got excited thinking it was a fa- the Reed is who's the Fantastic Four? Well, that's Reed Richards. That's kind of got I got excited for a hot second till sure, I saw him. Sure, and I was like, yeah. okay, temper mm-hmm. your excitement, Brian. Yeah. And um Richard yeah. Robinson, like if you had a colleague named Professor Gizmo going to work with you every day and you just look at like the so the way that <laughs> Richard Robinson looks in this show looks like a totally normal science guy i mean he looks right completely completely straight laced and nothing yep. nothing uh nothing weird about suspicious. it at all. right professor gizmo is like in this all white tunic with with like rimless purple goggles on and a shaved head like if that guy is showing up to work with you every day Eventually, he's gonna get into some shenanigans, you know. Yeah, I would it's ask. Just... I would ask to do my group projects with someone else. <laughs> yeah, I really, really, <laughs> even would if, think about it. If only his name was Gizmo, mm-hmm. I would raise an eyebrow. Yeah. If that was the only sort of quirk, <laughs> right? Right. But then you combine everything, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. mm, I think I need my own office. Yeah. <laughs> Gizmo. Gizmo refers to him as reverse refers to his uh, his colleague as Dicky Boy when he st- when he steals the the remote uh, machine. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they were going to test it out on a uh, "quote unquote" obsolete robot, mm-hmm. uh, which looks a little bit like uh, what's the robot from uh, what's the Lost in Space? What's that robot called? Oh, the Danger Will Robinson. Yeah, yeah, that, that robot. One. Whatever. It looks. I don't know what his name is. It I'll looks look a about. little like that robot, but with but with spiny, uh, clampy hands or something like that. It, you know, it, I don't know. It looked to me, it looked a little like that robot. Yeah. I believe that the name of that robot is just called Robot. Okay. And, but, but I did, it's I, called The Robot, I confirmed. Did, I did. Called, played by Bob May, but go ahead. The Robot. The Robot, yeah. I, I did laugh uh, a little bit again when, when Richard Robinson was like, No, Gizmo, don't steal the machine and sick the robot on me. Because the robot is like, the robot's moving about this fast, like, you know, just yeah. like, you know, uh, an inch per second, and it, and he's right. got his little pinchy claws. Like, yeah, could have easily outrun him. Yeah, just by walking briskly. Just even, walk even briskly out of the room. Just walk briskly <laughs> right. out of the room. Well, this is going to inconvenience me in about twenty <laughs> seconds. I should probably leave. <laughs> That's a problem I'm going to be facing in twenty twenty five seconds. So, going to remove my. I've decided. I'm going to, re- you could say all this. I've decided I'm going to remove myself from this situation right now. <laughs> and you're still safe. <laughs> oh boy. It just, it was a right. lot of, a lot of good stuff in this episode, Brian, <laughs> that we finally get to the part of the episode that I, it seems that the whole thing was built around. Yeah. We kick it up a notch here. It was the concept of the spider in a diving bell like a like yeah. a like so this is here's the thing this is really a thing okay and i did not know that it was yeah there is there is actually and truly uh, a a species called a diving bell spider um really? it 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 lives entirely underwater native to freshwater habitats in europe and asia okay. and and the the way it works is it uh, spins a little web that it basically pulls an air bubble underwater with it. Okay. 
and then it'll it it holds its breath, goes back up to the surface, and it just it just kind of it, it so it creates like a like a like an airtight little nest underwater, okay, and then cool. and then periodically it it swims back up to the top, just grabs some fresh air and and pull it down in a new little, little bubble nest and and refill the thing there and whatever and and. And it, it it's an, it's intriguing, right? Because it's something you yeah. haven't heard of. I I didn't know for sure if it was a real thing or if it was something that spiders could actually do. And I've heard of the diving bell, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was necessarily arachnid related. So this is a real thing. Okay. And it and I thought to myself, this has to be, you know, the whole the this was this was the whole idea that one of the writers showed up to the room with was, <laughs> look at this thing, check out this thing I heard about. A spider that lives underwater makes a makes an air cocoon around itself, uh, so that it so that it can uh, it, it can live down there. Um, and this is Crazy. what Professor Gizmo wants Spider Man to do: create right. a diving bell around himself uh, from his webbing, uh, and and go help him uh, recover this uh, recover this shipwreck. And this is what he's doing at the beginning of the episode with the fake Spider Man. With the fake right. Spider Man, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Right. Now, for the for the listeners at home who are are not necessarily going to do the homework uh, that uh, that we've done uh, in the right. lead up to this, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put the links out at the uh, at, at the blog, uh, which is always out there, of course, uh, bkoradio.com/spidey, uh, which is where you can uh, you know download, subscribe to the show, and and also uh, see any other info we give you on the blog there, but. Uh, for the folks that are not going to do that, I I I feel like it. it I have to uh, play back a short video. This is, you can see this on YouTube, uh, and this is this is a little something from Animal Planet about the diving bell spider. Oh. So let, let's just let's just give this a listen. Yeah. the aptly named Diving Bell Spider. It spends its life underwater, yet, like all its terrestrial cousins, it still has to breathe air. That's why it spins a fine woven net to trap a bubble that becomes the spider's oxygen supply and its home. To replenish the air, The spider takes a trip topside and collects another bubble by trapping it in the fine hairs on its posterior. It can spend its entire life underwater, where it becomes the terror of tadpoles, small fish, and invertebrates. The diving bell spider feeds by pouring digestive juices on its prey. If it did this in the water, the juices would become so diluted they'd be useless. But in the diving bell, the spider is surrounded by air, so it can feed just like it would on land. So yeah, I mean it's uh, kind of kind of funky, kind of wild. That's crazy. It's it's yeah, a little crazy. It's a little ridiculous. I love I do love the menacing music in there too. You know, yeah. it's uh, that's some quality 
Animal Planet programming. Well, um, yeah, well then, you, and you get a, you get a spider moving with that music going on, and that's the mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing going on there. And digestive juices. I love digestive I juices. Be, I didn't think mm-hmm. I'd be talking about digestive juices on a. I mean, I didn't think we'd like get this. to digestive juices until like episode twenty-one. I thought it I would. Know. I thought it would be a while yet. We jumped the digestive juices shark. I think. <laughs> Very so, interesting, though. Thank you for doing that research so that I didn't have to, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but it also give, but I think it also gives us a sense of what the what the whole point of this is, you know. So, so this this was the this was the the big idea of the episode. Spider Man's going to go down there. He's going to, and and one of the things that it kind of helped me to put the pieces together on was the idea that because I because I don't feel like it was made very clear in the cartoon itself that inside the inside this shell i guess it also kind of comes from the way that it's animated because it still looks like spidey's web you know which is like full of holes and stuff like that this is supposed to be like an airtight container that he's in so he can Mm -hmm. so he can breathe inside this little bubble while he's underwater sure you know we'll again we'll, we'll we'll break we'll break some laws of of physics here that's that's totally reasonable um but anyway uh so that that's that's what is going on here uh, as we get into the uh, climax of this episode, um, I do notice that. Uh, did you see this, Spidey? Uh, while he's going down in his diving bell, says, "Well, I might as well take some pictures while I'm down here." Yeah, why not? I mean, how many times am I going to have this opportunity? <laughs> and I'm like, may as well. Uh, right, right, right. And and he does. He does. Uh, he pushes his. At first, I was like. Wait a minute, and then I re- remembered. Okay, airtight container. His camera would probably be fine in there, but then he pushes the camera out of the out of the diving bell. Yeah, and then and it's just fine. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, "It's no big deal." Right. Um, and and isn't yeah. Spider-Man constantly lamenting that his webs don't work the way that they should, and that there's issues with them, and yet they're waterproof? I mean, that's yes. pretty great. Yes, this <laughs> completely is completely waterproof. <laughs> so this is. Uh, that, yeah, that's another major point of contention for me in this episode. Every time he's been near water, it seems like yeah, throughout things have the, gone awry. Yeah, the 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 web shooters always break when they're wet. Yeah. here he's down there. He's webbing octopi. He's he's tussling with sharks. He's you know he's training sharks basically. Yeah, yeah. he's doing all kinds of stuff down here with his web shooters. Um, and uh, not really giving it a second thought underwater and they, did you notice the webs were also basically flying just as effectively underwater as they do through the air yeah he used them to pull himself out of the water and go up and get air mm-hmm. like the diving spider he just right shot webs straight up and pulled himself <laughs> up on it and i'm thinking this guy should be kicking major you know mm-hmm. spider-man booty throughout new york because his webs are flawless yeah yeah <laughs> i know Oy. i know um the, the here's the thing like I, and we've we've spent a lot of <laughs> we've spent a lot of this episode uh, of you know of our discussion here uh talking about the things leading up to this climax like i said this is one of the i this has to be looked at as a point of failure i think that this was the big idea this was this yeah. was kind of like the whole thing it really is only about what the last like four minutes or something like that of the yeah. episode, the last four right. or five minutes. And by now the, the, the wheels are just kind of totally off this, this uh, cart. And, um, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, so Spider-Man, you know, wrestles with an octopus. 
He puts the transmitter on the on the shipwreck. Uh, gets double crossed by the bad guy. Uh, fights with a shark. Uh, and bad guy. Uh, you know, get uh gets his comeuppance as uh as always happens. But it 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 all wraps up so quickly. Like if they had made an episode where it was like a lot of this underwater crap, th- that might have been more interesting to me. What what do yeah. you think? I agree. I agree. This was all building up to this moment and it just kind of fizzled flat. And mm-hmm. I was honestly more entertained by the commentary that Triple J was given from the helicopter. <laughs> yes. And he was like, get me in the water. And the guy was like, uh, dude, it's a helicopter. <laughs> it's like, a helicopter. If this was like a cigarette boat or something to bring it into the water, we'd be fine. But this is a helicopter. Like, I don't know if Triple J knows how like air travel works or how water uh... works. <laughs> yeah, he's... um. He he was it, Jameson was just generally pretty entertaining in this episode. He was he was in a you love to hate him kind of way. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, he was like, man, he was fired up at everybody. The, yeah. I also really liked how uh, how much dialogue Robbie Robertson had, yeah, and kind part of this kind of and, and yeah, he so he had a little bit more like just you know general character development. I I thought that was nice. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but Jonah was blowing up at everybody, whether it was Robbie or, or Peter or, 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 uh, Spider-Man or just the world. I mean, he, he had a lot of, he had a lot of issues with everybody. And I do want to point out that the, um, it must be the bugle helicopter or whatever. Mm -hmm. I loved the way they had the camera set up. It was literally a camera on the end of like a long flexible, like, uh, pipe like that they had just like, like a doctor like a doc ock uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. arm right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that they could just like bend <laughs> like like kind of like a rubber tripod that right. they could just kind of bend right. to have on them the whole time <laughs> yeah i thought that was really high tech yeah yeah pretty the great. daily bugle spares no expense first a mascot uh-huh <laughs> and now this and i also really liked that i feel like i've seen this in a lot of a lot of movies with ships jason Ships on the sea right now, there's got to be at least five that are called El Conquistador. Okay. That was that was the sunken treasure ship they were trying to find in this, right? right? Was right. The, that's just, that's got to be like a very common boat name. You would think, think yeah, yeah. I've seen that so many times, it feels like. Yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed because, you know, I, in after watching the episode, knowing that they had talked about the monitor from the Civil War, they had the Spirit of St. Louis in here, um, I was like, I, I I wished they had chosen like a real shipwreck or something like right, that, you know. Right, the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, or, or the, whatever, you know. It's just the Titanic, it's right. some kind of real ship that you know, like a kid could uh, look up or you know, uh, learn something right. about. Because I, I Go did to their think, local library and learn about. Yeah, I did think that it was kind of cool that they, you know, that they mentioned some stuff that like their audience would probably have learned about in school. Um, yeah. you know, or, or that kind of stuff. So that I'll, I'll give some, I'll, I'll give some props in this episode to that. Um, See, it's educational. Sure. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. you know, other, other than those, other than those few high points, I, I didn't love this. I, they, I did get, I got really annoyed down the stretch at how much time Spider-Man spent underwater too. It was just yeah. like, it was a lot of, you know. It, and I guess I feel like you should go one way or the other, right? Like either yes. come up with a way for him to be able to breathe underwater indefinitely or be sending him up for air a lot, you know? And I agree. Y- yeah. And, and when you when you have a, a superhero who is known for 
thwipping mm-hmm. and you know swinging mm-hmm. and going from skyscraper to skyscraper let him do that like mm-hmm. stay in mm-hmm. your lane spider-man we got submariner we got aquaman right we have other heroes that like to go underwater that i can't think of isn't there like uh there was one you mentioned in your notes um not namor oh you, no no there? that's yeah that was it that was it i think i said namor the submariner yeah yeah the submariner yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like stay in your lane let's let yeah let, let yeah. spider-man be spider-man you know and it, so and it was, seems yeah, to me there's there, this is like you know obviously not the first time that we've had that we've had uh, we've been underwater for a, a, a good portion of an episode. Yes, I mean the very Agreed. first episode was Doc Ock, you know, stealing that trail right. underwater. Yeah. Um, bubble, bubble, oil and trouble. Yeah, where else did we? We they, I feel like there were other places we had we had a lot of water, or he was like. He he was like in a in a swamp. He was swimming through a swamp in another episode. Well, and... with lizard, he goes to a swamp land. Okay, so we had okay. that a little bit. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, it's just it's yeah. A, yeah that, I that, hear you. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is enough's enough with the water, man. One of the things that uh, it was a little surprising at the end here too, just uh, maybe slightly out of character for the show. Like usually, what happens at the end is either the the villain escapes or spider-man has uh, uh basically uh webbed him up to be taken away by the authorities right like yep, yep. like mysterio he dropped off at the cop shop dr doom always yep. you know is like oh, i'll get you next time you know uh yeah. or whatever um <laughs> right but here again daffy duck style if you ask me brian we've got a <laughs> we've got a shark on the end of a web pulling pulling the bow of a ship busted off with a with a professor gizmo hanging on to the hanging on to the uh the deck rail just like <laughs> you know and like off, riding off, off into, into the into sunset, the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> and and i don't know professor gizmo was a little bit more a little bit more of like a a formidable villain like he wasn't yeah. silly i didn't think right so it was kind of funny that that was his demise yeah you know? yeah <laughs> It was, it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were, you know, there, we, we talked about the, a, a handful of, of good things in here. And I mean, it's the, obviously even, even these episodes that have so much ridiculous stuff to laugh at are fun to watch. Oh, sure. Um, you know, so there, so I will, uh, I will give it marks for that, but just in terms mm-hmm. of. You know, some of our uh, traditional uh, measuring uh, sticks as far as like, you know, how much sense the episode makes, how good the plan is, yeah. um, how, uh, you know, how well everything kind of fits together. I will give this two radioactive spiders Ooh. on our on our five point scale. Yeah, I was a little bit more generous because I thought it was kind of a cool concept, and mm-hmm, eh, mm-hmm. I gave it two and a half. So two nothing, point, nothing yeah. to write home about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we can do half spiders on the scale. By the way, <laughs> it it really helps. It helps a lot. It helps a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, that closes the book on the unfathomable Professor Gizmo. Then, and uh, yeah. Uh, next week we've got uh, Doctor Doom coming back again. So Dr. that'll Doom be is back for. With a cannon. With a cannon. Yeah. Look what out. What could go wrong? Or right. <laughs> we'll find out. We will we indeed. Will we will indeed. And uh, 
you know, as always, uh, looking for uh, your your listener feedback as well. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're so inclined, I know that you got some from uh, faithful listener, uh, faithful listener who we are you know like personally acquainted with, but uh, faithful yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. So George Leone, want to give him a shout out. Um, my father-in-law, father to my beautiful wife Jeanette. Um, said that he's been listening to the episode and he's all uh, episodes and he's all caught up and been watching the episodes with us as as we're talking about him. So that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I might see him this weekend, so I'm going to be curious to see if he watches the episode first and listens to us second, or or, yeah, yeah. or vice versa. But uh, he had a couple of observations that we haven't really talked about yet, and I wanted to bring one up here, and that is the fact that there is, you know, we always talk about how Spider-Man is never good with his webs, like he is always something goes wrong with them. He's, he's out of, he's out of fluid. They're jammed up. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Something's going wrong, but we, we never see him doing any tech on them. Right. We're never, uh, we're never seeing him work on them. And, and George agreed with that, but also mentioned that there was a, I think it was an episode two or three where Spider-Man literally uses a web just to shut a woman up. (laughs) She's screaming (laughs) and he whips the web to go over her mouth. And I thought, and he agreed that 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 was kind of waste. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Spider-Man could have walked away or just gone shh, and, and still had his web in his in his chamber. So that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah he and, uh, plays and, fast and, and loose sometimes. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you get what you get what you deserve here, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. George is looking forward to, as I think we are to, um, an episode or you know a series that might have be a little bit more consistent. Sure. And hopefully, sure. you know, I'm really looking forward to Amazing Amazing Friends, mm-hmm. which is next, and mm-hmm. the '90s Spider-Man series. Right, um, right. But George is also a big fan of the 60s series, which unfortunately uh, is not on the Disney Plus or anywhere to stream. Right, um, right. Yeah. But I've watched a few of those, and and I think there are moments in that that are better than what we're currently watching. So. There, there, yeah, there's some, um, yeah, there's there's some decent there's some decent uh, stories told in that. Uh, yeah. In that show. Uh, yeah. So if you have the wherewithal to uh, uh, get your eyeballs on it, uh, give it a look. It is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks to George for yeah. reaching out and for being a, a loyal listener. And, and we hope that you'll continue to listen. And and as we say, tell your friends. We I, I mentioned uh, when we were watching our uh, spider video here, uh, you can uh, get the, uh, uh, you know, the link to that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. at the blog, uh, bkoradio.com slash Spidey. Uh, yeah. We're going to also start putting out uh, just uh, the notes that Brian and I take uh, <laughs> as, as we as we prep uh, for uh, talking about these. And uh, so if there's stuff that we missed uh, in the actual conversation or uh, or just to uh, help, help you as you're watching it uh, to look for stuff, uh, feel free to uh, look for those as well. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and one one last call to action. We figure now that we're getting emails from listeners, we should set up a, a Spidey fans email. So if, you, if you're so inclined and want to participate in the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at the hot off the press Gmail account, Spidey fans podcast at gmail.com. All one word and Spidey is S-P-I-D-E-Y. So Spidey fans podcast at gmail.com. Cool. We'd love to hear from you. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, that uh, wraps up uh, week 16. Uh, we'll do it again next time. Uh, Doom style. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. 
Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and follow and like the show on Facebook. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend. 